I'm Huey, the Comic Half Squatch, and High Commander of the Blaster Stash of Comic Book Review Show on YouTube. And I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by going to patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up podcast listeners, to this backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up podcast. I'm John. Joining me, as always, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George. Hey, how's it going, guys? In the backtracks, we pick a single nostalgic topic we remember fondly growing up as Generation Xers and dig in deep. In this episode, we have picked Gen X Grown Up's top 10 Weird Al Yankovic parody songs. <laughs> Weird Al, still very relevant today, but man, did it influence our youth growing up as Gen Xers. So we have compiled that list and we're going to get into that. First, we have a little business to cover. A quick update on our uh, campaign to get more listeners and um, give George and Mo some grief on a backtrack topic. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you may already know we're running our fourth quarter, fourth listener drive. We're hoping that you will tell more people about Gen X Grown Up. If you do recruit someone and you have them email us at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We're keeping a tally. Whoever recruits the most new listeners between now and the end of the year, that listener will get to pick their very own backtrack topic. They can be our boss for a whole episode. Anything you want. Any speculation on what uh, we might have to do? No. No speculation. No speculation? Please. No. (laughs) Especially not like My Little Pony or anything like that. Like nothing. Okay, stop. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. Ignore that. Ignore that. Mo, that's like Care Bears. Can't say stuff like that because oh, people okay. are then gonna. That's right. it. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I'm no longer part of the Gen X Grown Up podcast team or crew. Oh, we just offended him enough times. Jesus. <laughs> just recruit some folks, have them email us. We would love for you to be the boss for an episode. There's plenty of time left. You have until the end of 2019. Speaking of fourth listeners, we have some amazing fourth listener email to talk about. Right. One of my favorite parts of the show. This is from Stu, also uh, nicknamed Stu Monkey. You might know he's a recent add to our Patreon list. Happy to have him. Yeah, you got to clarify which Stu we're talking about because we've got Stu Baca and now we've Stu got Baca. Stu Monkey. And we have Stu Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Is it said the same way? Is it a different kind of inflection, It's George? different inflections, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally different, man. Come on. And uh, so this will make sense in a minute, but he wrote in, the topic line is Saturday mornings. So this is talking about the Saturday morning cartoons oh, backtrack. Okay. Way, way back. Wow, that's a long time ago. Uh, and yeah. you'll, this will all make sense in a second. Stu discovered us only recently. So he writes in and says, hey, Gen X crew, fellow Gen Xer, circa 75, and just wanted to say, love the show. I found your show by search of Gen X, wanting to find some content relatable to others from my era. The first podcast I found was a subject show by some knucklehead millennials. Oh, horror. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, those poor knuckleheads. And the second was yours. Oh, nice. Upon a few recent listens, I went back to episode one and I'm working my way back to current. Damn. Wow. wow. Dedication. Gen X oh. grown up dedication right there. So you will find that from millennials. You know. <laughs> yeah, millennials, they'd have given up after two episodes. Wow. <laughs> You are just alienating audience members left and right. Good job. No, Stu 
Monkey said it. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says your subject matter is spot on and so refreshing to hear so much nostalgia. And I'm spreading the word among fellow Gen X friends. Yay, thank hey, you. Thank you. There we go. Nice. He says, and my 14 year old daughter enjoys listening to the show as well. Huh. Uh oh, George, you got clean up your language. What the? <laughs> why the fuck would I? Okay, never mind. <laughs> Well, that lasted about two seconds. <laughs> hey, that's a record. <laughs> it might be. So you come to the meat of his email, which is just a few comments of your Backtrack episode on Saturday Morning Cartoon. Mm, that was I good think one. of those days all the time. Yeah. And along with cartoons, I really look forward to shows like 321 Contact mm. and Mr. Oh, Wizard. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. And what's interesting to me is to see our old shows on Nick at Night as when I watched them as a kid was My Three Sons and Mr. Ed. I quite enjoyed those old black and white shows in the yeah. 80s. I think we talked about maybe doing a backtrack about black and white shows that we enjoy. The old, old oh, absolutely. ones. Yeah, that might be on the, on the roster we've, for the future. I think we've mentioned it once or twice, but we've never yeah. gone back through and explored it. I mean, there's yeah. a lot there. Yeah. I don't know. So much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'd have to segment a little bit because saying black and white Gen X shows. Whew. It's so much. Yeah. yeah. You have multiples. That's true. Maybe do some. Yeah. There's definitely some fertile ground to kind of cultivate there. Yeah. So he says, perhaps y'all can identify similarly. Yeah. I think quite evidently we do. So <laughs> in any case, I'll definitely drop y'all a few lines as I experience more content keep up the rad work and content <laughs> this podcast is what technology is all about to be continued another fourth listener Stu. nice Ooh, thank you Stu. thank you very much and true to his word he has been tearing through the back catalog i've gotten more <laughs> emails from him you're gonna hear more from Stu monkey in coming episodes and a recent ad to our patreon roster so grateful for him and i'm always grateful anytime one of our fourth listeners writes us an email to let us know what we're doing right what we're doing wrong mm-hmm. you can be on the show too just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. We'll put your email in the list and we'll get you featured here and uh, we can reminisce along with you as you listen to the show. Without further ado, it's time to get into this top 10 list of Weird Al Yankovic parodies right after this. Well, that's the first 48 seconds of Get It On by Kingdom Come, a song that you will definitely not find on my new album, Even Worse. Okay, once again, it's time for Al News. The Beatles are still making headlines. We got some really good feedback on our Gen X Grown Ups top 10 horror movies of the 70s. Mm-hmm. And we picked our top 10 there a different way. Rather than each of us doing a separate top 10, we decided to put our heads together and by committee pick a top 10. And so we're doing something very similar on this Weird Al Yankovic top 10, but we've tweaked the rules a bit. Yeah. So on the last one, one of the things that kind of bothered me as we were reading through were the scores, right? So there were times when John would have a score of one movie and I would have a score, but Mo didn't give it any points or something like that, but it Nothing, still made the right. top 10. And it started making me think that like, okay, it shouldn't make our top 10 unless all of us agree that it's worthy of at least one point. So we added that as a rule to this list. So now each one of these top 10 items has to have been voted on by all three of the people on the podcast, which is why we have some really pissed off people who are members of this <laughs> podcast right now because <laughs> two people decided not to give points to one of the best Weird Al parodies of all time, which we'll, we we will talk about later. Okay. But, See, that, yeah. that's why it's the Gen X grown-up list. There's, if there's something that one of us believes fervently mm-hmm. and the other two don't, doesn't make the list. So that makes it truly... Anything you do by committee is sometimes a little yeah, bit always suspect. <laughs> now, the other thing we decided to do was honorable mentions. We picked two honorable mentions in the last show. Yep. So we pared that down a little bit this time. We just went with one honorable mention apiece and it had to have been something that 
you personally voted on in order to yeah. be counted you as didn't your abandon honorable it. mention. You absolutely yeah. had to have points on it and left them there. And that way it forced you to spend some of your points in order to get it as an honorable mention. So we definitely have a list. I'm happy with the list. I know George has a pet peeve, but that's yeah. how a collective list yeah. works. And we're going to hear about that. I'm sure we will hear about that. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> well, let's not put it off any longer. Let's get started with our number 10. Mo, what do we got? Okay, coming in, our list at number 10 is Tacky, a parody on Happy by Pharrell Williams. Yep, very good song. <laughs> Actually, I had never seen the video for this until like oh, you I were missing out. Like, yeah, you were so missing I out. So I watched it. Oh my god, what was he wearing? <laughs> <laughs> it was tacky. That was, was kind of tacky, wasn't it? That's I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, that is that's leading into it. That is, <laughs> I was like, holy cow. <laughs> what were the scores on this song? So this one, um, I gave it three. Okay. George, you gave it two, and John gave it two. All right. Yep. So all about the same. That's nice. We can see, you know, got low points, but everybody has skin in the game. Yeah. John, you know why this song is really good? If you remember when you and I went to the concert in Orlando to go see Weird Al. It's how he opened the show. He so opened good. the show this way live by starting outside the arena and it's playing on all the displays and you're like, oh, they're showing the techie video. No, no, no. Because on the video, he's walking the right toward the camera right. and they replicated that with like mm-hmm. actors and the scenery and everything and he was walking his way into the arena or the stadium to do his show and it was pretty damn That's cool. cool. That's it was. Yeah. And he walked right through the audience and everything and so oh you God. were part of the videos, the camera panned along with him and everything. It was so much fun. And he did that for every concert, and then they released a video at the end of the whole concert tour like that had clips them all together. all yeah. the different concerts. It was yeah. awesome. Nice. Yeah, this one came out on Mandatory Fun, which is at the time of this recording, the most recent album he put out in 2014. I love the fact that after 32 years of being under contract, this was an, a solo endeavor, and it, it was his first number one album in the U.S. ever. I was so happy for him. I can't, <laughs> wow. I, that still blows my mind that it was his first number one. I mean, he's had some unbelievable albums, Ugh. but I'm glad he finally got one. He deserves it. I've seen his concerts. I've probably been to maybe six of them at this point. Mm-hmm. I still think to this day, he is the hardest working performer in a concert that I've ever seen. He does full costume changes. He goes out into the audience and interacts with the fans while he's singing he does yeah. probably more of his catalog than any other performer does of theirs. It's incredible. Yep. People want the hits and he delivers and his, mm-hmm. his musicality is second to none. I mean, anybody can have a style because he mimics so many styles. He's just, he's one of the most versatile musicians ever. I mean, I don't know what to say about him beyond he's just amazing. And yeah. Tacky was another entry in that. Let's move along to number nine. This is Yoda, the parody of Lola <laughs> by the Kinks. Yes. I saw the little rent sitting there on a log I asked him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda Y-O-D-A Yoda This 
this one hit like so many levels for me. Yeah, because <laughs> I love the song Lola. I'm a big Star Wars geek. I mean, it was it, it, like it was firing all cylinders. It's a confluence of uh, different interests that you just put together. <laughs> yep. So looking at the point spectrum, George, you gave this one four points. Yes. Mo gave it three. I gave it one. Everybody's got skin in the game once again. So that puts Yoda at number nine. This actually came out in 1985 on really? his Dare to Be Stupid album. Holy Dare cow. to Be Stupid. That was such an awesome album. Love that album. I, I'm going to say that about every damn album you mention. I know you are. <laughs> I, mean, I know, right? I love yep. every single Weird Al album. Inspired by the events of the movie Empire Strikes Back, Lola is told from the point of view of Jedi and training Luke about his concerns with dealing with uh, Yoda on Dagobah. Yep. All talking about the <laughs> balancing rocks and standing on his head. <laughs> yeah. It's literally just like, you saw Empire, let's make it Lola. Yeah, yes. exactly. I mean, he does such great work with that. He takes things that you don't expect. He reincorporates them into a completely new medium. Like, I would have never, I've listened to Lola. It's not my favorite song in the world. I know, Mo, you really like it. Mm -hmm. But the way that he revitalized that song, it's one of those songs that Weird Al has done the parody that when I hear the music start, I can't hear the original in my head. I can only hear the Weird Al <laughs> lyrics. So if the Lola song comes on, it feels like it's wrong. Like, I'm like, what the hell is this? This is not Weird Al. This is one of the many ones that I first heard by Al, I had not ever heard Lola. And I'm like, I didn't know it was a parody until after I heard it. And so I'm in the same boat with you, but because as for all I know, Lola's a parody of Yoda, you know? <laughs> George, how about we move along to the number eight pick? All right. Number eight is the incredibly better version of the Robin Thicke song, Blurred Lines. This is Weird Al's <laughs> Word Crimes. <laughs> I love Word Crimes. is absolutely John's favorite weird Al Mr. Word Crime Grammar Nazi guy over yes, here. Yes, it's it's great. It spoofs misuse of proper English. and, and, and So Weird Al is all about that. He does like YouTube videos where he corrects signs. And so he's yeah. a man after my own heart. He hates when there's like incorrect, you know, tense and punctuation. He fixes that stuff. But now, in the video for this one is all that, what is it? Is it kinescope? I don't know what the word is for when you're taking the words and moving them all around the screen and they're the actual video. So it's like, like a big word cloudy clouds. kind of animation. Yeah. There's deal. one guy yeah. who's known for it. He's done a lot of other songs, videos and stuff that I've seen and he's really good at it. Um, the point system on this one is exactly what you would expect. We're all pretty yep. much in the same boat. I gave it four points. Mo gave it three and John gave it three, I guess because he was taken off for grammar. There's something in the song that maybe he felt was wrong. I would have thought he would have given it more, but uh, this on Mandatory Fun, right, John? Also a Mandatory Fun. Yeah, also yeah. in 2014 along with Tacky. We saw him recently live when he came out of the Mandatory Fun tour and uh, this is just another, it's, whenever I hear it, it's like it's all the things I hear in my head when I'm reading Improper Grammar and he's singing it. It's, it's, it could be my theme song on some days, you know? It speaks to you. It's very crisp. If you've ever listened to Weird Al when he's singing, he enunciates so well, yep. except for yep. in songs when he purposely doesn't. Yeah. doesn't. He's supposed yeah. to mumble. But if you take just a moment to listen without singing 
singing along, which is hard to do. But if you just listen to the song, you can hear every single word he's saying. And he throws an entire dictionary at this damn song. It's the whole point. Yeah, and you yeah, can still does. hear it all. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, there's the, that middle segment, that bridge of uh, hardware store where he mm-hmm. just absolutely tears through a list of products. I mean, he is very much a just like I can imagine if he wanted to be any kind of musician, if he wanted to be a rapper, if he wanted to be a country artist, he could do it all because he just absolutely has that verbal linguistic skill. Yeah, absolutely. He's been a surgeon, a Flintstone, and an Amish guy. He's been fat, a Jedi warrior, and he's even survived Jurassic Park. He smelled like Nirvana and never forgot it was all about the Pentiums. Now, finally, he's back. Poodle Hat, the new album from Weird Al Yankovic, featuring the Eminem parody Couch Potato, plus parodies of hits by Nelly, Avril Lavigne, and others. Call the number on your screen to order Weird Al's all-new album, Poodle Hat. Just $18.98 for the CD and $12.98 for the cassette, plus $4.95 shipping and handling. Coming in at number seven. This one is a special one for me. It's Another One Rides the Bus. Ah. Another One Rides the Bus. And I'm guessing it's a special one for you because it's based on a Queen song, right? Queen song, and plus it was, I think, going back in memory, I think it was the very first Weird Al song I ever heard. Oh, really? Was this one? That wouldn't surprise me. It's one of his earliest songs ever. Yeah, and I thought for sure that it was like one of these guys, like one shot thing, like do a parody, then you never hear from again. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know that he had this long career. But this one was just like, it was like no one really did parody songs like this that actually made like pop radio stations and stuff. So on the radio, I remember they played this one and it was hilarious. I just loved it. So you're a big fan. Tell us how the points came in. I gave this one a big bunch of points. I gave this eight points because I really love this song. Wow. Yep. George, you gave it three. John gave yep. it one. So a bit of a range, but we all had something in there. We did. John, you gave you gave this one point just to make sure it got on the list, didn't you? I did. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> it's not one of my favorites because it's so old and it, it isn't him at his best. It's him very early in his career, right, but yeah. I think it deserves to be on the list. I mean, Mo's enthusiastic about it, and it, that's the great thing about how we change the rules here is if you believe something is worthy, I mean, sometimes if it's not worthy, I would put a zero as a message to go, yeah. I'm never putting points on this yeah, thing. You, you just did. suck it. Jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're not there yet, George. We're not there yet, George. Zero is what you Damn get. It. it wasn't an oversight. It was a deliberate zero. Oh, right? I know. <laughs> it's just like when you go to a restaurant and you have a bad waiter. You tip a penny. <laughs> My dad would always give them two pennies. He would give them one penny to tell them that they were a jerk and the second one to make sure that they knew it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's harsh. That makes so much sense. I know when Rides the Bus was so early in his career, it was actually like oh, yeah. the first album or the record he put out. He put it out as an EP with three oh, of wow. his other songs. Right. In 81, he only made a thousand copies. He actually borrowed money from Dr. Demento to press these <laughs> records. Well, because wow. and didn't he, he performed this one live on Demento's show, if I remember correctly. He did, yeah. It was recorded in a bathroom, if I remember correct, or a closet or something like that. I heard yeah, like in the closet. bathroom. Or, yeah. Well, bathroom. It was something about the acoustics, right? I thought it was a bathroom at the radio station where he worked and he dragged microphones down the hall and had That's his buddy what I played. I remembered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he got, yeah. uh, this was one of the first songs that he had John Bermuda Swartz on, if I remember right. And he played his drummer the drum in stuff. his band today. Yes. And he really? played Love the, that. the percussion. He played it on a suitcase, which is exactly what they used in the video. If you've ever gone back and looked at the video, right. Bermuda Swartz is sitting there with an open suitcase and he's opening, closing it, <laughs> smacking it on the side to make the different percussion sound. To replicate that the original recording. just as talented as Weird Al is, 
which is probably why he's still in his band even to this day. And I think we've talked before about the fact that so many bands like get together and break up and have a, you know, falling out as huge as he has become. And he has never replaced a single, every band member he got is still a band member today. And they have never had a throwdown. Mm -hmm. Everybody quits or I fire you. He is huge. The majority of people that listen to Weird Al don't care who the band is, but he has not gotten too big for his britches. He's stood beside the people that got him there. You just can't fake that kind of integrity. And so beyond like enjoying his music, I like supporting him and enjoying him because I know what a good person he seems to be. Yeah, well, and not just that, but his band is, it's a rare situation where his band that's in his studio recordings is also the same band he takes on tour. His touring band, same guys. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of people, they do different things. Like they have some touring people that only come with them on tour and then they have studio recorders who come in and do stuff just for a particular album. But not Weird Al. It's not his so. group of friends. You know, uh, that's why it's so easy to be loyal to him because you can see his loyalty to those around him. So another one rides the bus ultimately was released on his self-titled premiere album, Weird Al Yankovic in 83 after that EP. So that helps us segue really well into number six. Also came out in the early 80s. This is a parody of Madonna's Like a Virgin <laughs> is Like a Surgeon. Like a Surgeon. Like a surgeon. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> points on this one, ironically identical to the points on another one rides the bus. Mo, you gave this eight points. George, yeah. three. I gave it a point. So another one, Mo, you're huge into. Tell us why this is so high on your list. Uh, probably because this is one probably the first videos I saw him do. Mm. Yeah. And and again, it was also because that was, you know, music videos were everything, right? Everyone knows that. And <laughs> this one came on a lot. And he, <laughs> this yeah. he's in the scrubs. He's riding. Right. Yeah. On the gurney, <laughs> he's doing surgery, <laughs> eating a hamburger. I mean, I mean, come on. This was released on the Dare to Be Stupid album, also in 1985, and this was a great early example of just how good his vocal range was to be able to mimic just the little idiosyncrasies in Madonna's singing voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's, that's the thing. I kind of like listening to his songs. That he's such a good mimic. Like even if his voice is exactly the same, the style is usually dead on. Right. Yep. Yeah, and. By style, you mean like the flow of his words yeah. as they come out exactly. compared to the original? Yeah, he does probably the best job of that. There are a lot of guys who do funny songs. Some of them do parodies and whatnot. There's no question that he is the king of mimicry when it comes to music in all aspects, not just vocally, but musically as well. While we're on Like a Surgeon, I have to share an embarrassing story from my youth about this song. Oh, okay. So you know how you mishear lyrics often and you think it's one thing and you think it's... yeah. And so for many, many years, there was a line in Like a Surgeon that I misunderstood. And it wasn't until I asked someone about it that I realized my mistake. So I I figured he's singing about Like a Surgeon and he's going to talk about forceps and clamps and all these Mm -hmm. things, things that are in a hospital. And so I heard a word in the song that I didn't recognize. Uh And so I must be medical equipment. Uh So I talked (laughs) to a friend of mine who was in medical school and I said, hey, you like Weird Al. Can you tell me what is a Gosner? And he said, what are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. No, in the song, he talks about that. What's a Gosner? Is that a medical thing? He says, no, play the song. He said, right here, he says, better give me all your Gosners. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's gauze, comma, nurse. Okay. So I was trying to figure out what the hell you were talking about because I got that song memorized as I do many other Weird Al songs. 
and nowhere <laughs> did that come into my brain to think that you had changed <laughs> give me all your gauze nurse into gauze yeah. nurse yeah wow so at yeah. some point he wanted somebody to give him all their gosners and i was like what's a gosner i don't know it's like what's a pig weigh oh 20 30 pounds you know what's, i had no idea jeez so that was my misunderstood lyric from like a surgeon I, I couldn't do this and talk about it without sharing that so one more embarrassing thing for you to make fun of me about you're welcome george take us into number five if you would i pray to the lords of parody that you did not mishear any of the lyrics of a number five song <laughs> which is fat the parody of michael jackson's bad yeah bad From the even worse album in 1988, I'm going to give you the scores real quick. Mo, once again, with a big number eight on yeah. this one, he is solidly swinging for the fence. That's right. Yep. Making sure that these make the list. John and I both gave it three points because it yep. is absolutely deserving to be on deserving. the list. Yeah, of his Michael Jackson parodies, I don't think it's the best one, but it is damn close because no. it is by far the best video parody oh, wow. he has oh ever God. done. It's not even close. He was fully supported by Michael Jackson to yeah, do this. He that. went in the exact same parking garage and shot the video almost shot for shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> Except with people three times the size as the original dancers. <laughs> yeah, like Wesley Snipes was not in this video he was in michael jackson's video but he didn't make it into the weird al video for sure because ding dong man ding dong yo yo <laughs> are you fat or what or what just, oh. you ain't fat you ain't nothing, you ain't nothing. No, it, this is so full of it's like the best it's like a dad joke song come oh, to life time. it's full of all the worst fat jokes mm-hmm. just i sit around the house i really sit around the house i might go into my theater i gotta take up seven feet. rows all yeah. those things Ugh. and you know and I've always been a big guy all my life and somehow he put it together in a way that I wasn't offended I loved it I'm like yeah I'm a fat guy let's sing yeah. <laughs> it was great so Mo you gave it eight points again why did you give it eight full points I mean it was gonna oh, make the on. list for sure but anybody who can get people that size to mimic the dancing that was done in the original video <laughs> I mean come on deserves most points That's absolutely <laughs> and, and do it well on top of that so well that video was so well received that to this day, it's always in his concert lineup and always in full fat costume on the stage. (laughs) He even does this wonderful little move. John knows this because we've seen the concert where he not just the woos, but he jumps up and when he lands, the other band members hop up as though he made their He caused a ripple in the stage. Yes. (laughs) They have that down. Oh, it is so beautiful. And he's got the, like, even in the video, the little things where he's mimicking Michael Jackson's little noises and stuff like he does the little finger stuff. Oh yeah, thing. he does like the sound effects when he's moving his like licking yeah. his hands and stuff. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and then like a Hanna Barbera, boink, right. <laughs> and the whole world knows I'm fat and I'm proud just to tell me once again who's fat. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City. Spatula City. A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City. Spatula City.
We made it through the top half of our top 10 list of Weird Al parodies. We've got just a few more and our honorable mentions before we get into the top three, what you're all waiting for. So without further ado, Mo, let's take us on into number four. <laughs> this one also really spoke to me. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> because, it, you know, again, the topic and it, the song is all about the Pentiums, which, of course, is a spoof yes. of, of all about the Benjamins by Puff Daddy. The thing I wonder about this one is like, again, I re-listened to all these, and it's like, I wonder if someone listening today would get it, because Pentium was definitely, like, they don't do, like, that's not a thing anymore, you know what I mean? Like, processor speeds and all that, you know? You have to have that realm of knowledge for sure, and that's why maybe a lot of this list will appeal more to Gen X grown-ups than it will to, say, millennials or mm-hmm. anybody else. But, Mo, go ahead and give the points real quick because I've got a oh, sure. fun little story for this. So this one, I mean, the points are super close on this one. George, you gave it the most with six, but John mm-hmm. right there with five, and I gave it four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason why I gave it six, I was traveling with my son. We were going somewhere on a long trip, and this song came on. And I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. But it came, like, when I turned it to the channel, it was already halfway through, and I couldn't figure out how to read wind and everything so i'm like let me just pull up my plex real quick so i'm driving down the road at 70 miles an hour trying to fumble around with plex <laughs> that's super I safe pulled up plex, <laughs> what could I happen found this song started playing it and i just started head banging to this song as hard as i could and my son's just looking at me like i've lost my damn mind oh, those and are so the best. he records me with a video on his phone <laughs> and sends it to his friends and his friends all love gen x grown-up all the football team at north florida christian yay you know they love gen x grown-up <laughs> they think we're hilarious they're chuckling in, in his text messages the whatsapp or is whatever. that video available i need that film i need yeah. that video. i, I, no, I totally not. need that no just contact his son he'll send it i will i'll take care of it yeah but i love this song to this day it's one of my favorites that weird al has ever done it is unbelievably hard and raw and just yeah just when yeah. i hear that song that's how i feel and mo you said you wonder if somebody listening today would like get all the references that's part of the beauty of what weird al has done he doesn't just make fun of a song he's like a cross between pop music and pop culture he takes a popular yes. song oh, yeah. and he meshes it with what's going on right now in pop culture we'll take like take like lola and star yeah. wars but you know let's put those two they're both currently popular let's mesh them and this is one where they took this great kind of like pop song that was going on by puff daddy and he put in all of this like current technology stuff that nerds would appreciate and for me it's you know i'm a huge fan of nerdcore hip-hop in many ways a lot of the weird al parodies he does that are this sort of raw song like you were talking about george yep it's like a high version of nerdcore hip-hop he's doing a hip-hop song but it's it's super hey look how big of a dork i am and i'm proud of it and i rock and it's just it's amazing yeah so this came off the running with scissors album in 1999 can't believe Mm -hmm. it was that long ago one of the greatest (laughs) little cameos that he did you know he had drew carey in it they're mimicking puff daddy's video with all the big fluorescent suits and the sets and everything mirrors and everything around yeah i mean so authentic 
romantic and nostalgic all at the same time. It, it's one of the best ones out there. Yeah, with without a doubt. Okay, the, the top three is coming. But before we do that, we've mentioned that <laughs> we have some honorable mentions. Are we going to do yeah, those here? We have some on the honorable mention that should be on the damn list. I'll say that. <laughs> it's, it's a collaborative effort, George. Be a team player now. Be no, a team player. <laughs> I am not going to be a team player on this one. These are all entries, parodies that Weird Al has done that we each put at least a point on but did not make our top 10. So I'm going to lead it off with my honorable mention, which is a parody of Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I love rock and roll. I love Rocky Road. I gave this two points. Both George and Mo must have been an omission, an accidental state where they just forgot to put points on it. Rocky Road is a great song. I love Joan Jett and the Black oh, yeah. Hearts. I also am a huge fan of Rocky Road ice cream. It's my favorite it's, flavor. It's, it's like a, a collision, like the Venn diagram of perfect song is right there for you, right? It's it, it is. Yep. This came off of that first album, the self-titled Weird Al Yankovic in '83. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I wanted to point out when that album came out, the critics gave it a lukewarm reception. Many reviewers said Yankovic is a throwaway act who would not be able to overcome the stigma of a novelty record. Ooh. <laughs> Boy, he's giving them the middle finger right now. I'm guessing he still has a job doing what he was doing then, and they don't. Yeah. That's my guess. Now, they're right. He didn't overcome that stigma. He embraced he, the novelty he record kind of like paradigm, and he owns it. Yeah. He owns it. So I Love Rocky Road was my honorable mention because it just is a song I, I listen to over and over. You know, you have those songs that sometimes you're like, yeah, it's good, but I'll skip it for something else. Never skip it. Always listen to it and always sing right along. George, how about you? Let's hear your uh, much beleaguered honorable mention. No, I'm not giving mine. Mo has to give his first. Mine should go last because it should be closest to the top damn three. <laughs> Okay. Follow the rules now, George. We follow the rules. What is your uh, honorable mention? Fine. That's some <laughs> bullshit. I'm sorry to all the 14-year-old daughters listening right now, but... Beep. Oh, I was a little oh, late. Oh, my God. Okay. So my honorable mention is The Saga Begins. Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave? But he can use the force, they say. I gave this one five points. I really wanted to give it more. But in order to make some other songs make the list because people did not give this one anything, I had to take points away from it and siphon them off to other ones to make sure they made the list in the appropriate fashion. Democracy and to action. try and manipulate some of the other ones off the list just because I was pissed. So just, Again, manipulation, just like American elections. There we go. Yep. It's just so appropriate. The Saga Begins, a parody of American Pie by Don McLean. Absolutely one of the best parodies that Weird Al has ever done. It is one of his closers of his concerts every single time for the last like True. 10 years. Yep. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know how that doesn't give it a place on our list. I don't know how you guys yeah. couldn't see the light on this one. Oh my God, it was so good. It was actually pretty easy. Don't, don't care for it. Don't care for it at all. <laughs> oh, okay. So first of all, <laughs> he took this long. song and he put it together based off of 
rumors and internet stuff that he found out before he ever even got to see the film. That now, I'm so impressed by that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. Feat. And this is back before there was a real internet. This is like Internet 1.0. He basically nailed the plot of Phantom Menace before it came out because he had to put this song out well before it released. So I'm impressed by that. But never been a fan of American Pie. The song is too long. I'm mm. not that big of a Star Wars nerd. And so you put those together and it just doesn't hit my top ten. That's This wow. is one of those I talked about, George. I put a definitive zero just so you knew. I know. You're never getting a point. <laughs> I seriously considered going in there and just putting points in y'all's columns just to fuck with y'all and get this one on the list. Because I can't stress how wrong the two of you are for not putting this one on there. I mean, like Mo said, democracy in action. It sucks when you got to work together. It's yeah, really, my God. really tough. You gotta, you gotta how we go. got stuck with certain presidents. I don't know. <laughs> my goodness. Jeez. This was also on the Running With Scissors album. Came yes. out in 99. I can't believe it's been over, God, so long ago. It's 20 years now. Uh, 20 years ago, plus almost 20, more yeah. than 20 years yep. since the, the date it came out. Great album. This is one that I skip over. I just don't, sorry, George. Sorry. Sorry. No. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and listen to Mo's honorable mention for whatever it's worth. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Let's see if, if you have any integrity at all, Mo. All right. So, actually, let's see. Here we go. So, before we do that, I got to be real for a second here, guys. All right. Oh, let's get Lord, real. Here we go. go. Facts. <laughs> Facts. I was not a huge Weird Al fan. That I, I kind of went along with you guys because I know both of you were. <sighs> so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And let me tell you something. After list, I listened to all, most of these things, the videos, except for like the ones I really rated high. This is the first time I actually well, listened to a lot of them. And I am so impressed, actually. Like, I have like this newfound total huh. respect for him because I was like, George, we fixed Mo. We fixed him. <laughs> yeah. We I was like, this Mo. guy is like, because his early stuff is really just kind of like like parodies. That's all they were, really, right? Just straight, just I'm going to take something funny mm. and, and do the same. Like, I'm like, well, we'll rise the bus. I not mean, really, but no, I mean, like, I can see how someone on the outside might think that. There's yeah. plenty of originals, plenty of creative stuff. Definitely better as you go. Yeah. But uh, listening to like the later ones on the list, especially, I was like, holy crap, he nailed this one. And not only that, the topics and fitting it all together, I was like, this guy is really talented. So that's one right. of the ones I listened to for the first time, actually, that made, and I put it as my honorable mention, was Smells Like Nirvana. What is this song all about? Can't figure any lyrics out. How do the words to it go? I wish you'd tell me I don't know. Because oh, I could <laughs> not right. stop laughing. Good choice. I could not stop laughing. As I was listening to it, this, uh, he said everything I thought when I first heard the song. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yep. What's he say? <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> so parody of Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And he's making fun of the fact that people can't understand him. <laughs> a lot That's of That's right. Yeah. And so you gave this three points, even though you knew it wouldn't make the list because no one else voted for it. Yeah. You gave it three points. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I, I literally could not stop laughing when I was listening to this thing. It was just, it was hilarious. I listened to it again. Did you just see so the video as well? Did oh, yeah. I watched out? the video. Yeah. It was oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> and also well, the and video, the too. The nice thing makes... about that video, he actually used some of the same people who were in the Nirvana video. They were in <laughs> the right. Weird Al video. The, 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 the cheerleaders the and the janitor. And the cheerleaders. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought that even the way he, he did his look, you know, look like Kirk Wayne. <laughs> <I was laughs> yeah, the grunge look. <laughs> yeah, the gr yeah, I was cracking up. So that's why it's my honorable mention. I like, thought is it was that funny Weird Al or is that Kirk Yeah, I mean, seriously, he did a really good job. 
that's fair. Yeah, this came off the Off the Deep End album all the way back in 92, which had a great parody cover. You know, it's the little baby owl swimming with the donut on the hook instead of the Nirvana baby instead swimming of the money. with the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is another one of those confluences of let's take pop music and pop culture. And this one was folded on itself. It's like, how does pop culture look at this pop music? Yeah. It's yeah. such a meta song. Such a, So well done. Oh, yeah, yeah, very, definitely very well done. deserves an honorable mention. Good job. Bro. Thank you. You'll get fat, like a surgeon, smells like Nirvana. It's a perfect holiday gift. But wait, there's more. There's Alapalooza, Weird Al's newest album featuring two additional monstrous videos that are also included in the Ultimate Collection. And if you order now, you'll get the Weird Al Yankasaurus Collector's Card absolutely free. Call this 800 number for your own copy of 16 classic videos of Weird Al Yankovic, the Ultimate Collection. We have arrived at the top three of Gen X Grown Up's top 10 Weird Al Yankovic parodies. And mm -hmm. I am very happy with this oh, top totally three. I'm totally happy We've with all three. We've all put some points on Except it. Except for George. I, I think <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm happy with this top three. Okay, I think okay, good. my honorable mention probably should have been four. He thought it deserved to be on the list. Yeah, it yep. should have been on the list. I think my honorable mention should have been four or five, but this top three, uh, there's no part of this to argue. Okay, good. Solid. All, all right, right. So let's get going with number three, and that's going to be a, a parody of Chameleonaire's Riding. <laughs> Which is white and nerdy. Girl, I'm so white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Think about this one, now, John, up. correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Chameleonaire once state that he thought Weird Al was one of the best rappers of all time after he heard Weird Al's version of his parody? I, th I think you're right. Yeah, I seem to remember that. <laughs> yeah. I've said he's such a lyricist. He has such, you know, linguistic skills. It doesn't surprise me at all. Look, points spread on this one. I gave it six. George gave it six. Mo gave it five. We all put it up there right at the top. This was on the Straight Outta Linwood album in 2006. Linwood. And not unlike All About the Pentium, this is another hip-hop kind of nerdcore yeah. rap mm -hmm. that takes a hardcore song and just laces it dripping with just fanboy nerdery. It's oh, so it's, good. Yeah. Oh my God. It makes fun of all the nerd culture. I mean, stuff, you know, like stereotypes, like, you know, the collecting comic books. Do and, I like Kirk or do I like Picard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Action figures, Dungeons and Dragons, Ren, Ren Fairs, riding a Segway, all the stuff associated with just super like tape on the glasses nerdery. I love how he even love, references stuff love. that is no longer in the culture right now. My kids have no idea what the hell MySpace is or what the top eight spaces means. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. right. I mean, he yeah. throws that stuff in there, so it might be throwaway for them. For, for us, it's like we're holding on to every single line. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. You know, it just, oh. <laughs> it just keeps coming. That's right. I edit Wikipedia. I look online right. for deals yeah. on rewritable media. I'm just like <laughs> yeah. so much nerdy rhyming in that. <laughs> Probably the one of the best things about this song, the video, had to be Donny Osmond dancing in the background. Yep. I've actually yep. gone back and found... That that's yeah, Donny Osmond oh in the background. God. Yeah. I've gone back and watched. There's a whole YouTube video where they shot Donny Osmond Production. on a green yeah. screen, and it's yep. just him dancing throughout the entire song. He actually danced the entire length of that song, and they just picked out and put him where they wanted him. Yeah, and the goofiest the damn dancing. It works oh so my well. God. God. It's so funny. <laughs> it was, I mean, I was trying to figure out who that was back. Oh, my God. That's great. That is Donny Osmond. Are you guys aware that at the beginning of the uh, video, 
the two gangster guys that roll up in the car? Do you know who yeah. those are? No, I don't. I, I mean, I've seen them. I don't know who they are. It's Key and Peele. What? Oh, is it really? Okay, yeah. I gotta watch that one again. This was before Key and Peele were anybody, right? That we would know. And they were the two gangster guys oh rolling up God. in the car when he's on his Segway. And perfect and he's, cast. And he's up to him and they're like, oh, like disgusted looking yeah, trying to drive right. away. Yeah. If you rewatch that now, you're going to be like, holy shit, Key oh, and Peele totally is in this video and you would never have known. Nope. So good. So good. I could ramble about this song, how much I love it. It deserves it. That's why it's in the top three. I know three. people, I have friends that have made this the ringtone for me on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I have no arguments. I'll own it. I love yeah. it. That's great. That's yeah. all me. <laughs> Whew. All right. We got to make it through these. George, take us into number two. All right. So number two ended up in the number two spot as opposed to the number one spot simply because I was trying to steal points from one thing to give them to another just because <laughs> I was still pissed about my honorable mention at the time. I think it's good. I would argue that this could still be the number one, but it is Eat It, which is a parody of the Michael Jackson song, Eat It. So eat it. Just eat it. It's probably the one that introduced Weird Al to a larger yeah, yeah. audience more than any other song For at sure. the time. If we this were doing was... a popularity contest, Eat It would probably be number one as the yeah. most well-known parody. Yeah. You're right. It's for the mainstream people. The scores reflect that all except for mine, which I've already explained why. <laughs> <laughs> Mo gave it nine points, which is extremely yeah. respectable and correct. John gave it six points, which is also very respectable. I only gave it three just because I was pissed off about my honorable mention. <laughs> I do apologize to the listeners for being so childish. It definitely deserved more of my points. <laughs> Eat it is great. I mean, uh, Mo, yeah. I, would, I would assert that you, not having been a huge Weird Al fan, I'm sure you knew Eat It, right? Oh, it hit the mainstream. Oh, that was, I mean, I remember they used to actually do, like, they used to play the Beat It video and then play Eat It right after. Right after it. And it was just, the parallels were just, I mean, the way he moved, like, even the thing where he's laying in the mm -hmm. bed and he sits up and it, was, yeah. it just cracked me up. Of course, well, Weird Al was a lot thinner back then. probably the second best video parody Weird Al ever did. I mean, because it's not just a musical parody. The video was also a parody of Michael Jackson's That's right. Beat yeah. It. Mm -hmm. Right behind Fat. So, okay, so noob, noob question <laughs> yep. here. Okay. okay. Well, what's the deal with food and him? Yeah, so this was early on his yeah. obsession with food songs. I actually saw him live once where he, he said, all right, ladies and gentlemen, and now I'm going to do a compilation of every song ever written about food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he put together all these songs. So he's done, we talked about Rocky Road, yeah. we mm -hmm. talked about Addicted to Spuds, yep, yep. The White Stuff, yeah. uh, Spam, Taco yep. Grande. He, he's obsessed with songs about food. I don't know what it is, but and it's just yet, he is super skinny. Like if you go see, he's I so mean, thin. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, like he, a gymnast. He so weighs little. like a buck forty. <laughs> like I said, like yep. in the in the uh, Eat It video, I mean, he looks as thin as Michael Jackson did. I mean, he was like a yeah. thin guy. Yeah, and this came out all the way back in 1984 on the wow. album Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. Mm, I remember yeah. playing that one on cassette in my Chevy pickup driving to school. <laughs> oh man! And I remember reading somewhere that there were two reasons why he named it 3D. I don't remember what one of them was, but the other one was that it was his third release of songs together. It wasn't his third album. It was a second album. Right. Because he did the EP and then he did the self-title one and then the third one. He was used to seeing things in the mid-80s, like whenever they got to the third version of a movie, it would like be Jaws 3D, 3D, 3D yeah. Jaws 3D. Exactly. So Friday he the 13th, did the same 3D, thing right? <laughs> okay. with his album. Again, he's drawing on what's yeah. happening in pop culture, even to name his damn album. It's beautiful. The man so is brilliant. just incredible. His brain, the way it works, 
is a treasure to be able to listen yeah. to and behold. I mean, He's, can't oh, get over okay. it. Though. All right, guys. We got there. We saved it for you, Mo. Wow. Take us into the number <laughs> I, I, one. I'm actually honored to be giving the number one on this one. Um, <laughs> because this is another one. I remember the last one, I, the Nirvana, I was like cracking up. This is another one I could not stop laughing. I mean, this just yep. cracked me up from the beginning to end. And this is parody of Gangsta Paradise, which was Amish Paradise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't get more like 180. <laughs> We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. So good. Oh my god. So good. So, so let's, let's do the start points with real the quick. Yeah, let's do the points real quick. Yeah. So George gave this a big eight. I think it's the most points yeah. you get anything, I believe. Good on you. This is where I stole my eat it points from in order to make this one number one. I really I wanted Amish Paradise in the top three, and I said, you know what? I'm making this one number one because everybody expects eat it to be number one. Nope, no, we're no. going with Amish Paradise. Yeah, no, no question here. John, you gave it a very, very respectable seven. You bet. And I didn't steal points from anything. It deserved seven <laughs> out of the gate for me. And I gave yeah. it and I gave it four just because I think that's all I, I gave everything I had left at that point. So I was like, hey, <laughs> just take all my money, yeah, exactly. whatever you got. But no, it's, it definitely, again, this was another one I just could not stop laughing. Yeah, this is from Bad Hair Day in 1996. <laughs> uh, it, it basically takes what was all about growing up in the ghetto or in the hood and how bad it is and, you know, how life sucks. And it's about celebrating how wonderful it is to live with no electricity, <laughs> no modern conveniences as an Amish individual. And what what a crossing the streams moment. Oh, it just, yeah. The concept is hilarious before you get into the amazing song. Well, and before we even get into the big storyline behind the song, which I know we're going to talk about. Oh, right. I just want to bring up another album cover reference here. Bad Hair Day, he names the album after the picture that he puts on the album, and it's him wearing the Coolio Dreadlock of the Day set up. <laughs> As an Amish guy. Yeah, and it's like, because of the thing that we're going to hear about with the controversy and stuff, I don't doubt that that might have been either Weird Al's decision or some publicist's decision to poke the bear even more at Coolio at this point. I love that they called the whole album Bad Hair Day. It didn't have anything else to do with the rest of the songs, really. <laughs> no, just what was on the cover. Just that one song. And what you're referring to, George, and rightfully so, this is, as far as I know, the only parody where the original artist got upset. Really? A lot yeah. of artists say they've they say they've made it when Weird Al parodies right. them. Well, and they totally yeah. gave a blessing for him to do them, right? Yeah. Well, there's there's one other one. Lady Gaga like gave oh. permission and was happy, but then flaked at the last minute, and so he oh, had to really? do something yeah. weird. Yeah, with the whole him dancing around in the meat stuff like she saw the video of that one and that's why he couldn't release it as you know something that he was selling he had to like give it away for free at one point yeah. but does it does he need permission well that's the point he doesn't he's just such an upright guy yeah that he traditionally secures permission from the artist even though he's not legally required to because parody is protected under fair use yeah, that's what i thought but he's like i'm a nice guy let me just say would you mind if i did it and he's historically not done it when artists say i'm not comfortable because wow. he just wants to stay in good graces of people and then there's coolio yeah, right. He was told by his label that Coolio granted permission. He said he gave it his blessing, Domino and Nabisco vacuum, go ahead and do it. Uh, but then later, Coolio said he had never given permission and in fact publicly said he was disgusted because Al's parody desecrated the song. 
in light of it. Oh, yeah. Please. I get that the song is very personal to Coolio, sure. and it's about you know the struggles of growing up a young black man, and that's all fine. But you know, jokes are jokes, and right. he said it desecrated the kind of the sanctity of what it was. Yeah. So there was a there was a big brouhaha about it. It turned out that later, when Yankovic did a, a behind the music for VH1, he said he wrote a sincere apology to Coolio mm-hmm. that never got a response. It just, and, which is kind of a dick move. Oh, so the guy was being a dick yeah, about it. Yeah, huh? but, but he he went on to say that uh, Coolio never complained about the royalty checks. So no, no, of <laughs> course not. <laughs> because those royalty checks have earned him more than the rest of his goddamn career. Probably so. Probably so. Yeah. The kind of code of this is at the XM satellite radio booth at 2006 Consumer Electronics Show. There are some photos taken that show uh, Yankovic and Coolio together, and apparently they have made amends in the intervening years. I hope so. That that's just Coolio kind of apologize to past. him. That's what it needs to mean. I hope that's what it should be. But uh, Amish Paradise, the video is just another uh, amazing thing. Is. And this. Mm. <laughs> I really look good in black, fool. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, yeah. it just kept all of, it's like in your face rap music, but it's about, you know, churning butter. Yeah, <laughs> just, milking cows. And, you know. I'm a million times more humble than thou art. That's an amazing, ironic <laughs> statement. You're bragging about how humble you are. You know, raised a barn on Monday, soon I'll raise another. It's another. And, and just the way he crafts the lyrics and the words, I mean, oh, just, oh. What a genius. Yeah. Oh, Amish Paradise, number one. It, 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 no dissent. No dissent here no, for me. It deserves no, no, to be here. No, no, no. It's probably the song I've had the most fun with over time. My daughter loves it. My wife loves it. People that don't listen to Weird Al hear it, and they like it. Yeah. Yeah, it deserves this crowning spot. Number one on Gen X Grown Up's top ten Weird Al Yankovic parodies. What you got there? The ratings. Don't tell me we actually showed up on the list. We're number one. Say what? We beat out the networks. This is unbelievable. Look at these numbers. Do you know what this means? We're finally going to have some real money towards we're the number one station in town. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us, they'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy, plus you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. That is just about going to wrap it up for our top 10 list of Gen X Grown Up selected Weird Al Yankovic parodies. Before we leave, Mo, I have a quick question for you. So you said you weren't a huge fan. No. In preparing for this, you you gained a newfound respect for Weird Al. Oh, absolutely. Is that going to carry over? Do you think you'll continue to listen to more now that you're aware of what you're missing? I already went there and got all the songs and put them on my thing. (laughs) I mean, I went there and bought the t-shirt. Really, the only ones I listened to are the ones that were on our list. There's so much good there. Yeah, I know exactly. So I'm going to go back, you know, I'm not saying I'm like, all of them, but I mean, hell, if they're half as funny yeah. as the ones I listen to, I'm going to be really happy. You know, John, soon we're going to have to do a top 10 Weird Al's originals, I think. Because he also half of his songs are also like that, too. Yeah. Mo, you're going to love it. Go through the back catalog. You can skip The Saga Begins. That one's not so good. Okay. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
really? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to quit. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much good there. Even the saga begins. Is there something to be found to enjoy? And some of his stuff is silly. Some of it is thoughtful. Some of it is like it's a parody of a style or an artist. The one thing I liked about, they're all smart, though. Yeah, it, it's all smart. He's a smart they're guy. All of them. Like, they're not like just, I don't know. I mean, there's some thought behind it. You can tell there's a lot of thought behind every single it's one. It's not fart jokes, right? It's exactly, thoughtful, exactly. intellectual humor, and it's so much fun to do. Very purposeful. George, I'm glad we got a chance to fix Mo. We've righted a wrong yes. in his childhood. So we have a <laughs> great, great success out of this podcast. Before we leave, I always like to take a moment here at the end of the show to express our heartfelt gratitude for all of our patrons. These are Woo-hoo. folks that have headed over to patreon.com slash genxgrownup and committed financially to us to help with just a few dollars a month. Man, it keeps the lights on. It helps uh, defray the cost of the things that we do. We love them so much. And I'm talking about you. <gasps> Uh-oh. Stian, Mike C, Slow Mo, John with an H, Chad, Stuart, Blasted or Stash It, T2, Wilt, Stu Monkeys, Marcus, Dana, <laughs> Corey, Greg Z, Angel, Mike, Greg it. L, Dan, and Mark. What an amazing, <laughs> growing list. I feel lightheaded, both because I'm out of breath and because I'm humbled that you guys are willing to support us. So, so grateful. If you'd like to join them, like I said, head over to patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Check out the levels. There's some bonus content to be had. We would love to have you along for the ride. That is going to wrap it up for this backtrack. We'll be back in two weeks with another backtrack, but next week with a regular edition of the show. Until then, I am John. George, thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. Mo, you know I appreciate you. Always fun, man. And fourth listener, we appreciate you most of all, and we will talk to you next time. Bye-bye. See you guys. Take care, everybody. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at the GWW.com. He says your subject matter is on spot. Is on spot? He says your subject matter is on is spot on. I <laughs> see on, on spot. It's on yeah, his dog. Is, is spot his dog's name? <laughs> it's like you push into your car, the on spot, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Some honorable mentions and for, before bleh, we've got welcome to talking again, <laughs> fucking John. Word crimes. <laughs> <laughs> George, thank you so much for being here. Yes, sir. George, you know, blah, that, George, George and George. Fuck you, Mo. Right? <laughs> yeah. Great, thanks. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on, it wasn't come that on. bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network. 